European Heart Journal, Issue at a Glance, Volume 41, Issue 28. Focus Issue, Nutrition and Obesity, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Lucia, read to you by Morgan Bryan. Nutrition, Obesity, Diabetes and Cardiovascular Outcomes, a Deadly Association. Nutrition has graduated to a science recently and made its way into guideline recommendations thanks to the discovery of genetic traits affecting metabolism and weight gain, the products of the microbiome affecting health, dietary surveys and outcomes, and the randomized trials. The microbiome, initially of interest to gastroenterologists, has also reached cardiovascular or CV medicine, as it has become obvious that the bacteria in our gut eat what we eat and ingest what we ingest. Bacterial products such as trimethylamine of trimethylazine have been shown to affect CV outcomes. Furthermore, genetic traits affect what we absorb, as outlined in the article. Genetic variability in the absorption of dietary sterols affects the risk of coronary artery disease. Diana Helgadotter and colleagues from the Decode Genetics Incorporated in Reykjavik, Iceland. The authors explored whether variability in dietary cholesterol and phytosterol absorption impacts the risk of coronary artery disease, or CAD, using as instrument sequence variants in the ABC-G58 genes key regulators of intestinal absorption of dietary sterols. They examined the effects of ABC-G58 variants on non-high-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or non-HDLC, and phytosterol levels and CAD risk. Consistent with their impact on the hepatic ABC-G58 transporter, eight rare ABC-G58 variants associated with gallstones. A genetic score of ABC-G58 variants predicting one millimole per litre increase in non-HDLC associated with twofold increase in CAD risk. Thus, genetic variations in cholesterol absorption affects non-HDLC and risk of CAD, suggesting that both dietary cholesterol and phytosterols contribute to atherogenesis. This interpretation of the results are put into context in an insightful editorial by Oliver Weingartner from the Universitat Klinikum Jena in Germany. Dietary factors not only affect CAD risk but also stroke. Tammy Tong and colleagues from the University of Oxford in the United Kingdom report in their article entitled The Associations of Major Foods and Fibres with Risk of Ischemic and Hemorrhagic Stroke, a prospective study of 418,329 participants in the EPIC cohort across nine European countries. The associations between major foods and dietary fibre with subtypes of stroke data in 418,329 individuals. For ischemic stroke, 13% lower risks were observed with higher consumption of fruit and vegetables combined, 23% for dietary fibre, 5% for milk, 9% for yoghurt and 12% for cheese. A higher stroke risk was observed with higher red meat consumption, which attenuated when adjusted with other statistically significant foods to 7%. For hemorrhagic stroke, a 25% higher risk was associated with higher egg consumption. Thus, Ischemic stroke was inversely associated with consumption of fruit and vegetables, dietary fibre and dairy foods, while risk of hemorrhagic stroke was positively associated with egg consumption. 
These provocative findings are further discussed in an editorial by Salim Youssef from the Hamilton General Hospital in Ontario, Canada. A Mediterranean diet rich in fruits, vegetables, olive oil and fish is generally recommended to individuals at risk or with CAD. In their article, The Mediterranean Diet, Plasma Metabolome and Cardiovascular Disease Risk, Liming Liang and colleagues from the Harvard University T.H. Chan School of Public Health in Boston, Massachusetts, USA, investigated whether metabolic signature of multiple plasma metabolites characterized adherence and metabolic response to Mediterranean diet, and whether such metabolic signatures is associated with CV risk in 1,859 participants of the PREDIME trial. The results were validated in 6,868 participants of the U.S. Nurses Health Study and the Health Professionals Follow-Up Study, or NHS-HPFS. The authors observed substantial metabolomic variation with respect to diet adherence, with nearly one-third of the assayed metabolites significantly associated with MEDUS adherence screener. They identified metabolic signature comprised of 67 metabolites, robustly correlated with diet adherence. Indeed, the metabolic signature showed an inverse association with CV disease, even after adjustment with hazard ratios of 0.71 and 0.73 in the two cohorts respectively. The metabolic signature was further associated with genetic loci involved in fatty acids and amino acids metabolism. Mendelian randomization analyses showed that the genetically inferred signature was significantly associated with risk of CAD and stroke, with odds ratios of 0.92 and 0.91 respectively. These novel findings are put into practical context in an editorial by Sanjay Sharma and colleagues from the St. George University of London in the United Kingdom. Dietary, cultural and genetic factors are responsible for the current obesity epidemic that is currently affecting CV outcomes. As simple dietary and lifestyle recommendations are often ineffective for weight reduction, surgical treatment options have been introduced. In their article, Effects of Bariatric Surgery on Long-Term Cardiovascular Outcomes, a nationwide nested cohort study, Peter Collins and colleagues from the Imperial College School of Medicine in London, United Kingdom, evaluated the long-term effect of bariatric surgery on CV outcomes in 3,701 obese patients and 3,701 match controls over more than 10 years. Patients who had undergone bariatric surgery had significantly lower occurrences of major adverse cardiovascular events, with an impressive hazard ratio of 0.41, mainly driven by a reduction in myocardial infarction and not in ischemic stroke. New heart failure was also reduced with a hazard ratio of 0.403, as was mortality with 0.254. Thus, bariatric surgery does indeed provide a much lower risk of major CV events and incident heart failure in obesity. Obesity is a major driver of type 2 diabetes, which led to marked increases in both conditions recently. However, the association of body weight and weight changes with mortality and CV events is not established. In their article, obesity and weight loss are inversely related to mortality and cardiovascular outcome in prediabetes and type 2 diabetes, data from the ORIGIN trial.
or from donor and colleagues from the Charité in Berlin, Germany, assessed the relationship between weight, weight change and outcomes in 12,521 participants of the ORIGIN trial with CV risk factors and type 2 diabetes or prediabetes. Patients were grouped in those with low BMI, less than 22 kilograms per meter squared, normal BMI, 22 to 24.9 kilograms per meter squared, overweight BMI of 25 to 29.9 kilograms per meter squared, and obesity grades 1 to 3, BMIs of 30 to 34.9, 35 to 39.9, and greater than or equal to 40 kilograms per meter squared, respectively. After multivariable adjustment, lower risks were seen in patients with overweight or mild obesity for total and CV mortality with hazard ratios of 0.70 and 0.82. Of note, obesity with any severity was not associated with higher mortality, while low body weight was related to higher mortality with hazard ratios of 1.28 and 1.34 for CV mortality. A continued two-year weight loss was associated with higher risk of mortality, hazard ratio 1.32, or between 1.18 and 1.46, where P is less than 0.0001, and CV mortality, hazard ratio 1.18, or between 1.02 to 1.35, compared to patients without weight loss, where P is less than 0.05. In turn, weight gain was not related to any adverse outcome. These provocative findings are further discussed in a balanced editorial by Navid Sattar from the University of Glasgow in the United Kingdom. Iron is taken up with nutrition and has been shown to affect CV outcomes, particularly in heart failure. However, whether and how iron affects atherosclerosis is unknown. In their article, Atherosclerosis is aggravated by iron overload and ameliorated by dietary and pharmacological iron restriction. Martina Muckenthaler and colleagues from the University Hospital Heidelberg in Germany investigated in a mouse model, APOE knockout FPN wild type C326S, which develops atherosclerosis in the context of elevated non-transferrin-bound serum iron. Compared to normoforemic ApoE knockout mice, atherosclerosis was profoundly aggravated in ApoE knockout FPN wild-type C326S mice, suggesting a pro-atherogenic role for iron. Iron was heavily deposited in the arterial media correlated with vascular oxidative stress and plaque formation. Atherosclerosis was exacerbated by iron-triggered lipid profile alterations, increased vascular permeability, endothelial activation, elevated inflammatory mediators, and reduced nitric oxide availability. Iron-driven unstable plaques featured reduced collagen and increased lipid content, foam cell formation, and calcification. On the other hand, a low iron diet or iron chelation therapy improved atherosclerosis. Importantly, in hemochromatosis patients, an inverse correlation between iron depletion and hallmarks of atherosclerosis and inflammation were notable. Thus, iron overload aggravates atherosclerosis and unravels a link between non-transferrin-bound serum iron and atherosclerosis. Whether iron restrictions in iron-loaded individuals may prevent iron-aggravated vascular dysfunction and atherosclerosis remains to be seen, 
as further discussed in an editorial by Kai Vollert from the Hanover Medical School in Germany. Diabetes is a major risk factor for CV disease, but newer drugs have shown impressive benefits in this patient population. In their article, Sudden Cardiac Death Among Persons with Diabetes Aged 1 to 49 Years, a 10-year nationwide study of 14,294 deaths in Denmark by Jesper Schwein and colleagues from the Riggs Hospitalet in Copenhagen, Denmark. They compared the incidence of sudden and unexpected death, or SCD, in persons aged 1 to 49 years with and without diabetes. The study identified and analysed 1,363 cases of SCD through review of autopsy reports, discharge summaries, and the Danish registries. Diabetics made up 9% of all SCD, which was the leading cause of death among young diabetics. Among those aged 1 to 35 years, the incidence was 21.9 per 100,000 patient years, compared to 2.6 per 100,000 patient years among those without diabetes. Between 36 and 49 years of age, the incidence among diabetics was 119.8 per 100,000 patient years, compared to 19.7 per 100,000 patient years among those without diabetes. Thus, young diabetics aged 1 to 35 years had a more than eightfold higher SCD incidence compared to those without it. This highlights the need for early CV risk assessment in young diabetics, as further outlined in an editorial by Hanno Tan from the Academic Medical Centre in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. The issue is complemented by various discussion forum contributions. In a piece entitled, Air Pollution is Intimately Linked to Global Climate Change, Change in Cardiovascular Disease Statistics, 2019, Alberto Dominguez Rodriguez from the Hospital Universitario de Canarias in Tenerife, Spain, comments on the recently published European Society of Cardiology, Cardiovascular Disease Statistics 2019. In a contribution entitled Clinical and Conceptual Approaches to Interpreting the Findings of Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Mortality After Drug-Eluting Stents versus Coronary Artery Bypass Grafting for Left Main Coronary Artery Disease, Rama Jairaj and colleagues from the Flinders University Faculty of Medicine, Nursing and Health Sciences in Australia comment on the recent contribution. Mortality after drug-eluting stents versus coronary artery bypass grafting for left main coronary artery disease, a meta-analysis of randomised controlled trials by Yusuf Ahmad and colleagues from the Imperial College London in the United Kingdom. Ahmad et al. respond in a separate comment. In a contribution entitled Assessing Causality in Associations of Lipid Levels with Aortic Valve Stenosis, Minglong Chen and colleagues from the first affiliated hospital of Nanqing Medical University in China comment on the recent contribution entitled Plasma Lipids and Risk of Aortic Valve Stenosis, a Mendelian Randomization Study by Kazem Rahimi and colleagues from the University of Oxford in the United Kingdom. Rahimi and Milad Nazarazadeh respond in a separate comment. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its listeners.